if it's not happening for you, stop blaming everybody else. There's something wrong. There's something off that you are doing or not doing mm -hmm. that's not yielding you the results that you're looking for. You know what would be crazy to me? What's that? Is people who will ask for exposure. Yo, can you follow my page? Can you shout me out? And I'll look at the DM history and you've never liked a story post. You've never shared anything and you're not even following me. I've been there. What greater crack did you get a hold of? <laughs> Golly, daddy. But I have people who will follow up. Oh, you can't follow back. Oh, you can't respond. Your very first hello was follow me, share my post and all this. You didn't even attempt yeah. to build a relationship. You got to stop forcing people to do what you want them to do. Don't tell me what I should do. Yeah. If there's something that you'd like for me to do, ask me. 100%. Deja. You ain't ever shared an episode of the Full Transparency Podcast. You don't be sharing episodes? But does she owe you a share? Well, she is your daughter. But. I actually <laughs> spent three days in labor pushing her out. <laughs> you owe me a you share. Welcome to another edition of the Social Brew Podcast. Donnie and I are here. We are here. We are Man. in the building. Entrepreneurship is a beautiful, beautiful sport. Uh, anything going on in your world? Uh, a on bunch the business is, side. Yeah, a bunch is going on. Um, I am in the process. So full transparency's one year anniversary is coming up. We are about to be one year old. Is it one year old or one years old? Because everybody says one years old, one but year. I'm like, it's just one year. Yeah, just one year. It's one just year. one year. Yeah. We're about to be one year old. Um, How much money have you made, do you think? From like with direct impact from the podcast, Reese. No, you're good. I'm good. Yeah. Um, how much money have I made? A couple hundred thousand dollars. Um, Incredible. <laughs> so that said, it's direct impact from the podcast, whether it is people coming into my. So I've launched my entire actionable CEO program mm -hmm. via the full transparency podcast. Yeah. Um, I'll say. This first year may have done about 200000 I brought in, I did a couple of high-ticket um, workshops last year uh, or group sessions last year. We're still, you know, a lot of VIP days, things like that, that all resulted as a spinoff from actionable, I'm sorry, from, from full transparency. And so when you're thinking about, this is good, when you're thinking about ROI, which is of, of um, return on investment, like, based on the investment that you put in, how much do you get back out? A lot of people only measure that initial input, right? Mm -hmm. So meaning from Full Transparency Podcast, the number of enrollments that I have into Actionable CEO, a lot of entrepreneurs would stop measuring there. But you have to say, hmm, if 80% of these members came in from Full Transparency podcast episode and they've come in and they're paying $97 a month now for whatever that looks like, you know, but then they're coming in and they're also uh, investing in VIP days and more products and more services. All of those things originally started here with the Full Transparency podcast. So all of those investments that these entrepreneurs are making into themselves counts towards my ROI. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, obviously course sales, because we don't really talk about like the course here on social proof right now. So all of the course sales that are coming through are there and um, the clients that I that I took in last year 
uh, also came from there. So I'd say 200,000 is a fair number, plus or minus. I love it. I love it. Good stuff. What is the, the plan for this year? What is not financially, but like what are the things that you want to accomplish this year? What you focused on? Oh, super focused. So right now and for the last maybe three to six months, but the last three months hard, I have been studying AI and how I intend to incorporate that into my business. Um, AI is a game changer, especially if right now you are having a void of talent that you need on your team, creating AI personas and learning how to do that whole stuff. Um, I've, I've really been doing that. Um, Cynthia is teaching a deeper level of AI. So I'm excited about uh, that lesson. Um, AI is really, really huge. Moving heavier into the media space. Mm -hmm. um, we've got a lot of big things planned for the Social Proof Network yeah. and just ironing that out. So also for you guys to know kind of behind the scenes, we usually record on a particular day of the week. We have made an adjustment to record. We're actually recording some back-to-back -back episodes today so that the next three weeks, we can just really be focused on working on the business yeah. instead of in it because we don't we don't get the same time to like plan and execute based on plan. It's kind of, everything is kind of like, oh, we need to do this now. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, we've got the building that mm -hmm. um, is on the list of really, really huge project this year um, that's on the list. And I have narrowed down uh, what I am doing this year in terms of my coaching packages. So I no longer find it necessary for me to have to bring uh, a particular type of entrepreneur in for a whole year. So what I am, what I have learned is that entrepreneurs who are generating seven, even eight figures. Um, I just brought on an eight-figure brand. Mm -hmm. Super excited about that last night. In fact, good. Congrats. Thank you. Um, those entrepreneurs don't really need the same level of hand holding, if that makes sense, um, or the same level of accountability, like they're doers, they're executors. And typically they have teams. So a lot of the things that we talk about, they can delegate. So I have included a package to include them because you know I've been trying to figure out how to scale coaching mm -hmm. and I got it now. Yeah. We're not doing, the, my clients who are currently on one year retainers, they'll stay that way forever. I love working with them. But anybody new who's coming in, we have more effective strategies now to get quicker results. And we're working in 60 to 90 day increments. Right. So I can now scale the one-on-one -on -one coaching aspect, um, get close, like you, you can literally make millions if you want doing that. Yeah. So I'm super excited on focusing on, to sum this up, the three kind of coaching options, which one will be the consulting option for the seven and eight figure entrepreneurs. The other will remain the coaching option for those who are at six figures looking to get to their first um, seven figures. And then my mentorship community, Actionable CEO for everyone, no matter what level you're at, who mm -hmm. needs mentorship. That's my coaching services. Then we're moving heavy into media with the network, building that out, developing new talent, generating new ideas for how to help them grow yeah. and the building. I love it. I love it. That's where we are. You're going to crush it this year, man. Crushing it. Listen, I want to finish this year with 1,000 active members mm -hmm. inside of Actionable CEO. That's the goal. I mean, the the ultimate journey that I see in the next three years is 10,000 members in the next three years. Mm -hmm. I feel like once you hit that 1,000 mark, it's just up from there. Like mm -hmm. you pretty much have it because of... Um, 
because of how the numbers will compound, yeah. kind of like compound interest, because now you have a thousand active people spreading the name, the, the numbers of entry will compound at a fast rate too. And I believe we can hit that 10,000 mark in the next three years. What I'd really like to spend some energy doing, and I know that some of our meetings that are coming up will focus on this, is how we can have a joint effort mm -hmm. with our two membership groups. Yeah. I think um, I don't think we are operating in the smartest capacity there. We're not. And it's a missed opportunity for sure. We are not. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, because we have uh, complimentary offers, mm -hmm. right? So when do y'all meet? Every Tuesday evening, 7 p.m. Every Tuesday evening? Mm -hmm. And we meet every morning. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, uh, it's, it's, very, it's very complimentary. So mm -hmm. if people had best of both worlds, it would grow even faster. Um, we've 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 laid we finally laid the foundation. Dang, I just had to pay forty thousand dollars for this app again the other day. That joint hurt too. Mm -hmm. Every day, Kay is like, "Yo, did you pay it?" I'm like, "Not no. yet." Let me <laughs> let me uh, let me let me let me feel better in my spirit. Are you and, paying the platform? Yeah, okay. for for the next two years. Okay. Forty thousand a year for the next two years. Well, it's supposed to be forty-five thousand, but do they take payment plans? How does that work? No, nah, they want all their money. <laughs> they want all. Their <laughs> they, bread. Want, they want all of it. They say you getting all your money. We need uh, all of our. Bro, absolutely. So we are. Um, we laid. We, we laid a good foundation, and it should like you get to a thousand. It should start to roll up, but it's almost like. The higher you go to, just like these plateaus mm -hmm. where people leave, like the more people you have, the more people leave, you got to bring in more people. So it's like, it's like an exchange at a higher rate, but we've never implemented an ad strategy. So this year we're building out a webinar ad strategy. So we already got the, the, the slides going uh, for one of the, from my other company, we're we built out the the webinar model and you know it's going things are things are up but I have I'm I'm bench pressing so many things right now except weights except weights <laughs> except weights but I do play basketball every Sunday mm -hmm. I don't know if that means anything hmm. but okay. I, I um, Kashif you um you record our Android <laughs> behind the scenes. <laughs> That's my boy, yo. Yeah, that's my guy. I'll be one of the hottest seasons that uh, Kashif will put on his droid. Like, yo, let's go. We'll sh we'll share these with oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a good camera, Kashif. He's not normally here, so I get to talk to him after the episode. But uh, no, um, yes, I am. I'm pushing a lot. And I actually told Dre, like, yo, babe, it's going to be a lot of traveling. It's going to be a lot of work. Uh, at least for like the next like five or six months, but we plan on absolutely crushing it this year on a high level and I'm going to be exhausted. And uh, after this initial, the goal isn't to be exhausted. The goal is to front load the work so that the work can stand on top of the foundation that's built. But building the foundation is the hardest part. If you can build a strong foundation, you can put stuff on it. And if you build a strong foundation, the more stuff you put on, the more secure they are. And they can kind of run by themselves if you have systems. Not by themselves, but if you get the systems going. But uh, we've got a lot, man. Investing in companies and and going into the school system. I actually went to uh, a school the other day. I mean, mm -hmm. this morning. And, uh, yeah, man, we're working. We are yeah. working. 
Yeah. I was like coasting last year or two, I think. Um, I for sure coasted last year. Year before last, I was working. Mm-hmm. But last year, and and I think that we have to also pay homage to where we were in our journeys at that mm-hmm. time. So at that time of our journey, what we were doing, at least for me, the year before last, was was real work. Like mm-hmm. I, I for sure was working strategically, consistently. But last year, um, probably as a result of going as hard as I was the year before last, I coasted a lot last year. But this year we're back in there. Like I had my yeah. rest and um, and not even rest. I just, what I mostly did was had the opportunity to just rest my brain. Mm-hmm. Like you just need a break sometimes from thinking about stuff. Yeah. And so that was, that was really interesting. But this year we welcome all the smoke. Yeah. Like I am in it working. I feel different. Mm-hmm. Um, super, super focused, intentional. I am showing up differently this year and um, I love it. Yeah. I think if you pay attention to what's going on in the world, you'll start to notice certain waves. Um, I think, I was just actually talking to Lonnie the other day, yesterday actually, and I was explaining to him that for the last, where are we in, 24? For the last 10 years, or yeah about the last 10 I would say from 2011 to about 2020 2021 that 10 year window entrepreneurship reigned supreme meaning everybody in the world wants to be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. it wasn't always like that before and actually now I think it's somewhat tailoring off that that's the major message mm-hmm. for the last 10 years entrepreneurship What's happening now, however, I think is reigning supreme is the importance of becoming a content creator and getting in the media space. So there was a a, a reigning message. Like if you had a job, it was like almost uncool to have a job or like people kept putting out these narratives like you got to live your dream. You got to be an entrepreneur. And I think that messed up a whole lot of people because not everyone should. And if I'm being 100 percent honest, if I could make what I make now working for someone, they just give me the direction. I could put my own sauce on and all that kind of stuff. Bro, I would do that 100%. All day long. Bro, I don't get no joy out of saying, oh, I built it myself. It's it, That just means I didn't have resources and I didn't figure out a way to make it easier. Yeah. So um, I get a little joy out of saying I built it myself. I get some satisfaction and fulfillment out of that, but it's one of those feelings that are um, fleeing, meaning been there, done that, I'm cool. Mm. If, listen, let me just say, if my employers had paid me properly, mm-hmm. they would have the most dedicated staff member still uh, to this 100%. day. I'd be waiting on my little Rolex for my anniversary <laughs> and my fine china that you get on your anniversary. Mm-hmm. I'd be waiting for that stuff. But because my employers did not know how to reward my skill set, mm. it became very undesirable. I think the issue, though, is... A lot of times in those scenarios, there's no incentive to reward yourself. There's a lot of things you can do with $500. I mean, you can have a night out with your significant other. You could buy some really expensive shoes. Well, really nice shoes are about double $500. Um, You could buy a course where you can learn something for $500. But I have something better for you to do with the $500. 
I want to meet with you every single morning for the rest of your life. Well, maybe not the rest of your life, but every morning, Monday through Friday, for the rest of the year. I have information and game that have allowed me to build a successful business, a successful community, and a successful life all the way around. But I want to share that with you. But the only way we can accomplish this is not me selling you a course, not me giving you a one-on-one consultation, because even with that, you'll get the information, but you'll need more. I want to meet with you every single morning. Now, would I meet with someone every morning for 500 bucks for a year? And the answer is yes. Actually, we've been doing this thing since 2017. We have what's called the morning meetup. Every single month, we have a theme, whether it's social media, whether it's motivation, whether it's strategy, whatever it is, we have a theme for the month. And every morning in that month, we have a conversation around that topic. And I am giving a wealth of knowledge, not only myself, but a lot of friends, a lot of people that you see on this podcast, they join every single week. So you need a community of people that you can grow with and you need a coach. I'm your coach. The Morning Meetup is your community. Go to themorningmeetup.com. It's $499 and I will meet you every single morning for an entire year. Give it a shot. Mm-hmm. I, don't th- I don't think, and I wasn't there while you was working, but I don't think you were waiting for someone to reward you. If I think if you were in a capacity where like you can write your own check, like you can be inside of a structure and make millions. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. So I'd have to disagree. I was for sure waiting. Yeah. But I was for sure waiting for my, my employer to reward me. Why? Because at the end of the day, they cut the check. So I've always worked in commission-based environments Mm -hmm. every single time. So in a sense, I had the opportunity to write my own check, but it had to be approved. There were certain, there were so many times though that I deserved a higher level of commission, which AKA is a reward. Um, There were so many times that I deserved a promotion and there were so many times that I deserved just recognition. And most you say deserve a promotion. What do you mean? Deserved a promotion. Um, like there were so many times that I was overlooked for a promotion. Like I'm um, in, in the industry that I was working in, which is property management, you will find yourself uh, working in somebody else's role. So let's just say sometimes you could be the leasing consultant, um, but there's a need for an assistant manager for whatever reason, there's an opening. And until that opening is fulfilled, you'll find yourself working in that role and you'll do a dang on good job at it and they'll still bring in somebody else from outside right and i've been in that i had been in that situation so many times um times where i deserved i deserved to be the regional manager i was already operating in that capacity but you'll bring somebody else in to do the job and in have that you, have you ever dated somebody that deserved for you to take them like husband them and then you find somebody else you bring them outside. <laughs> Has anybody I've been ever working deserved? Hard. I deserve. I deserve to be your man, Donnie. And you look at you. Mm-hmm. You know, come. <laughs> to cut me off for somebody that you put in all the work that I put in. That has never happened yeah. in my dating life ever. <laughs> I don't. I don't play on the fence of situationships mm-hmm. well. So, and I've tried, yeah. I, I sincerely have tried, but we're either all in or just not. Yeah, um, okay, go, go ahead. I but just, yeah, no, 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 no. So yeah, there were definitely moments. It, most people want recognition. Like 
there are so many people who would take the award and the reward mm. over the money all day long, right? People want to be recognized. And then there's those of us who desire the recognition and the money. And yeah. there really are, there really is a group of people who are like, as long as the check clears, I don't need any recognition. I don't yeah. need anything, you know, at all. But I think even that has its time and it kind of wears off. Yeah. Um, And we see the evidence of it with music groups and partners and partnerships and things that end abruptly is usually because somebody starts getting in their feelings. And my job in corporate America got me in my feelings. I, you know, one experience where, uh, and it wasn't even my last job necessarily one experience I can remember that said, you know what? Never again. Yeah. Never like we're on the hunt to do something more. And if you guys are not going to recognize my, uh, experience and what I bring to the table at the level that it should be. I mean, because you know what other people are work making around you. Mm-hmm. And then it just boils down to I'm the only black woman in the office. I'll just, yeah, I, I always just have this. And again, I haven't been in corporate, so I don't, I couldn't even begin to understand the politics there. Uh, but I have a weird relationship with the word deserve. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, anytime, and again, I haven't been in corporate, but I always look at it like if there's something that I want, I don't, I don't, unless, unless someone told me if you do this, then you get that. Mm -hmm. For me, I haven't, I, in that scenario, I'm like, okay, yeah, I deserve it because you told me if I do this, then I'll get that. Yep. But I couldn't assume that. Because I did what you asked me to do, I deserve for you to. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? thank God you haven't worked in corporate America. Yeah, just thank God. I would be sick because there are so many people. Like, did you lie who, to me, bro? Like you told me there are so many. So, for example, um, I used to be a property manager, and then there was a need for a regional trainer, and the regional trainer basically trains everybody in that region. So it could be. Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Texas, whatever, they'd all tra- travel to train. And you're responsible for literally the corporate training for everybody. This could be hundreds of people in a month, right? And so whenever there was a need, because I was also the number one manager with the best portfolio, they say, hey, Donnie, we need you to fly out to Texas to come and do the training, or we need you here in Atlanta to come do the training. So for like a year, I'm doing the training and there was always this, oh my God, you're the best trainer the company has ever seen. Your um your the the team, the teams that train under you do well at this rate. Like it's all the rave, all the conversation. And then they decide to they use me for a year to do this. And then they decide to hire somebody else. Mm. And guess what had to happen? What? I had to train the trainer that they brought in to take the role that I wanted. Did she have something that you didn't? A different skin complexion. Mm. That was really it. She didn't have a degree. I didn't have a degree. She didn't even come from property management. Mm-hmm. Okay. She came from HR. So she had come, that person came from HR. Her role was responsible for hiring people. She knew nothing about property management. Um, she knew nothing about how properties worked outside of corporate. My job was to train her. And mm. because I needed the money, I had to train. I had to train the person for the job that I had been asking about. Oh yeah, as soon as we get the budget to open up, we're gonna put you in that role because all of your students come out and overperform. 
Then you deserve it. And then you hire somebody else and make me train them. And I wasn't at a place in my life where I could really say what I wanted to say and just quit abruptly. We needed that check. But I definitely deserve that role. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think you I for sure think you deserved it because they told you you would get it. But even if you did the work and it because you never know from an employer perspective. Now, it could be the white black thing, but let's just say another person came in and y'all was the same complexion. You'd still feel away. Right. Yeah, for sure. And maybe they were looking for someone with a specific type of formal education or in that scenario they have some leadership skills, but they still need to learn the know-how. That girl didn't last six months in that role. They just hired the wrong person. The, and and they did hire the wrong yeah. person. It should have been me. Yeah. She didn't learn. She didn't. She didn't last six months in that role. And they tried to offer me not the role, but they tried to put me back at that to my list of responsibilities, and I had to decline. Like I'm not going to be able to train. I can't travel. My daughter is young. Blah mm. blah blah. Like I had to pull that on them because I wasn't doing that again. Um, oftentimes opportunities are given, uh, not only on skill set and merit, but also relationships. And in that industry specifically, you were definitely awarded in terms of promotion and staffing in areas that you didn't necessarily qualify for based on relationships. Yeah. So that was that. Um, and there are just certain, you know, industries in which you got to kiss a lot of behind and I've never been. The All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black 
today. Told from a unique black perspective, from Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation Again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir, turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts. Hey, y'all, I ain't gonna lie, man. They sent me this Yuffie lock. Think about being on a couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school. And they need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry. So it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there. You don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door. That way, no battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging, it's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Eufy is on standby for you 24-7, so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay, listen, you need this Eufy lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, Eufy, E-U-F-Y dot com. I just ordered mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's, 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 it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door. Incredible. Okay? So search Eufy, E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock. Butt kisser. I think that actually, for me, plays into why I feel the way I feel about maybe, like, people in general. Because I never feel like someone owes me something. It could be, like, clear. Unless I give you this and you say you're going to pay me back, you owe me, right? But if I do something for someone, 
I don't feel like they owe me. Now I might get my feelings if there's a clear opportunity that you could have helped me. And I'm like, dang, look at all this stuff. I Okay, well, I, I get it. But mm-hmm. I, I, I can't blame them for making the decision that they made. And I think that kind of plays into why I feel, I, I never feel like I deserved anything that I got. I felt that I'm just going to have to work for it. I'm just going to go get it. If I don't have it, it's my fault. I didn't do something that uh, would allow me to go get the thing. I agree. And so. in my case, I didn't. Like, I recognized I didn't do something. Um, for me, that something was kissing ass. <laughs> I didn't and I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, but sure. Hey, that one girl, she did She did a little something. There was a whole lot of smooching going on. When, it was that done, I- when, they, when that little fake relationship was over. She got fired. She got it's fired. Over. Relationship didn't last. Yes. But you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> hey, man, these girls that's on in the music industry, they went and grabbed life by the horns. Or the or, balls. Or <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. That's what you meant. <laughs> 100%. No, some of those young ladies are really, really talented. Yeah, uh, we, sure. we can identify those who I would say deserve where they are right now. And Mm. when I say deserve, I don't mean you deserve it because you know somebody. I mean, you've put in the hours. You really are good. Like compared to what we're looking for in this position, you really check all the boxes. You put in the hours. You're willing to continue to study and learn your craft. You're reliable. We can count on you. And you're you're gifted. You understand this. And that's what we're looking for. I think you deserve it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there are, unfortunately, some roles, men and women, where people have grabbed life by whatever part applies to them. (laughs) And they get certain opportunities. And listen, I... I'm not a hater. If that's working for you, baby, like there are, there are people out there then ran up eight figures Mm -hmm. by grabbing whatever parts apply. They doing better financially than me. (laughs) 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 The spirit might be a little tainted, but you know, financially. For sure. And listen, y'all, I, there's a good dialogue too, because in, especially in the corporate world, according to the stories, there's a lot of politics and favoritism and, you know, you can't do anything about the color of your skin or your sex or whatever. Um, but in that case, you should be motivated and inspired to go, go design the life you want. And I don't think anybody has something against them that won't allow them to design the life that they want. There's always somebody from, you know, kind of, they they were deeper in the mud than you are that rose up out of that and figured it out, right? So, like Wallow, for instance, goes to prison for however long he's in prison, comes out, and we saw him work for it. But there's some people that never went to prison that you didn't, you got passed over in your career because of the color of your skin, and you're saying, well, that's why I didn't succeed. Well, is that is that really the only reason? So I think we need to uh, really start taking responsibility because life is hard for everyone. I 1000% agree because even if we use my situation as an example, I could still be in that industry, Mm -hmm. even with that same company in the same position saying, yo, I'm not getting anywhere because they keep staffing people who have a different skin tone. They keep, you know, showing favoritism, blah, blah, blah. And my, you got to do something about it. Yeah. Like I immediately 
noticed what was happening over and over and over again. And there was that moment of uncertainty where you're like, no, like we we laugh in the break room all the time. Clearly, they're not like I'm the homie. Right. And so there was that moment of uncertainty and then it happened again and it happened again. And the final tell all sign for me was. In the industry, you get discounted apartments if you mm-hmm. work in the office, right? And so at this time, I'm the manager. And uh, the manager has to authorize the lease for any staff mm-hmm. um, that's that's coming in. You ask your regional manager if you can do it. They say, yep, we got the budget for it. Keep it moving, right? So two white young ladies work under me at this time, and they both got apartments back to back. And mm-hmm. they get like a 35% off discount. So I said, you know what? I want to do the same thing. I'm going to move into onto the property. Let me put so I have to put my app. I have to put my lease to my regional because somebody above you has to sign your lease. Mm-hmm. And so I submit my lease. When you work for an apartment community, typically they don't have to run your credit. You just have to income qualify. Like typically you just have to show that you can make the money. Mm-hmm. So these girls get in that property didn't require income verification. They didn't require credit check. Nothing. Just move in. You have to pick from the apartments that they give you mm-hmm. right to choose from. I put in my application, do my lease, submit it to my regional manager. Suddenly now the discount no longer applies. Mm. Oh, we are at capacity on discounts, which I'm the manager. I see the budget. I know that's not true. And so when I fight that, then it becomes, oh, well, the company's requirements have changed. The prerequisite now is that you qualify for a credit check and income check. Mm. And I'm like, but they didn't have to do it. Oh, yeah, things have changed. Two weeks later, things have changed. So I'm going back and forth and I'm really furious at this time because I can quit right now. Or I can move in and I can't quit because you in order to stay in this employee apartment, even if you quit and can afford it, they put you out. Mm -hmm. So this was the last job that I had, actually. And at that time, I said, you know what? F these people. F this discount. What they didn't know, they knew that I had another business. But what they didn't know was how much money I made. So I quit, came back maybe two weeks later. And I got a unit from a private owner, not from that management company, but in that same building. And I was happy to show my income documents. What you're really upset at is that you can tell that I make more money than you. (laughs) Right. That's that's what you're really upset at. And you don't want me living in the building for whatever reason. But I did something about it. I came back, qualified through a private owner, moved in the building and made that staff serve me. Hey, I've got laundry downstairs. Do you think somebody can bring it up? (laughs) That was my payback. And that was my motivation to, and you don't want to be that way, but you also can't let people just play in your face all the time either, right? Hey, I got mail. You think somebody can help with that? I literally took advantage of that staff because of how they took advantage of me during the time that I worked with them. And I could have chosen to stay in that position. I could have said, the reason that I still live where I live is because they wouldn't give me, Mm -hmm. give me, give me. I got the hell on. That's what I did. And I made something more of myself. I went to a conference a couple of weeks ago, the one that I was in for a couple of days that weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe that was a month ago. Guess who I ran into? The lady. My old regional manager. (laughs) Now, now, she ain't nothing to play with either, Right. Right. 
but we were in the same room full of seven plus figure income or there were seven and eight figure income earners in this room. We're all in the room learning the same strategies. And I keep looking in the back of the room like, man, she looks so familiar. And on a break, I finally say, aren't you? Didn't you used to work for such and such company? And she's like, yeah. At that time, she also owned a business and I, I'm not going to put that out there. But at that time, she also owned a business here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And now she owns 16 of those same businesses wow. of those same businesses. And she was the she revealed to me in that conversation, like it was so wrong how they did you. And I didn't make that decision. I just want you to know. And I never thought she made the decision. Mm -hmm. She was taking orders from her higher up. She just had to be the bearer of the bad news. Yeah. But we were both in that room and we're now in positions that have far exceeded any of the trivial things that we were dealing with, but we could have both been blocked by what someone didn't allow us to do. Man, I think you said something super important, which I hope y'all didn't miss it. She said, do something about it. Like something's, something's off right now and you just got to do something about it. And if you let people play with you, they will continue to play with you. Like there are situations you might be with somebody and they cook and they clean, and they do your laundry and fold your dirty drawers and all that kind of stuff. And they say, yo, I, what's up podcaster or soon to be podcaster, get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know ATL baby, Atlanta, Georgia going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on social proof podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. 
You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you know right now yet, you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal. That triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code BIGDEAL at checkout and get your tickets now. Don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights, take your brand to new heights, take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer, okay? I'll see you at the summit. and Don't forget to use promo code Big deal. I'm doing all this and I deserve for that person to take me serious. I deserve for that person to get married. And on paper, you'd be like, yo, they deserve it. But that person doesn't have to. And sometimes you become the person that has been doing something so long that that situation's good for the person you want them to do something else, something different. And I'm not. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that you cook and you clean and you fold my clothes and you wash and you clean my house and all that kind of stuff. And I I can say, yo, can you can you run pick up my laundry? And you'll be like, and you'll go do it. I like this situation and I don't have to commit to you. But if you if if you do that, especially in some sort of a, a, a job role, and you never make it clear, hey, I'm doing this because this is what I want. And if I don't get what I want, then all bets are off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like I I I have conversations with I guess not so much because she don't ask me for nothing really. But we have conversations with everybody here and I try to create some sort of opportunity. We're like, oh if that's what you want, okay, let me show you what you gotta do. And I I make good on my end, mm-hmm. but you can't just go and go and go and go and expect someone to think a certain way. You have to do something about it. You have to go get it. You need to let everybody around you know, this is my expectation. And if you don't have that, then how can you say you deserve anything? Because you never told anybody that the reason that I'm doing this is because I want this outcome. If I don't get it, all bets are off. And, you know, there are levels to the word deserve. For sure. For sure. And it's not that you don't deserve it. Oftentimes, you don't deserve it from that situation. Ah, You deserve to be a spouse. You deserve to be a CEO. You've done the work. You've studied. You've spent the time. You've sacrificed. You deserve it. But maybe not in that industry, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe not at that time. Maybe (sighs) not at that level. Maybe you deserve to be on the podcast, but maybe you haven't reached social proof or earn your leisure level deserve yet. You deserve to be on a podcast, Mm -hmm. but there's levels to it. And maybe you got to be on that other podcast first, work some muscles there with your interviewing style and learning how to tell your story a whole lot more interesting and have a captivating something to tell to the audience and learn how to teach your lessons in a conversational way. And now that you've been building up those interview muscles, now you deserve to be on the Social Proof Podcast. Or learn 
how to build a relationship versus making me feel a certain way. You know, there are people like, yo, I hit you on your DM a couple times. I've been DMing you for the last year, and I was just like, yo, I I, I don't rock with dude no more. Because mm-hmm. I ain't respond to your little DM, or you think, yo. And <laughs> your this, funky this, little DM? Bro, this, this was, this like burnt me up a little bit. It, and this is somebody like I'm kind of close to. Oh my gosh. She was asking me to get on the podcast, but it wasn't like nothing I could really attach her to that she like crushed it in a space. It's almost like you just do a lot of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I had another young lady who I actually, honestly, two weeks before she was on the podcast, she was on like the, the Friday live show. I was like, oh, we had a great conversation and she was just cool. Like, give me game. I was like, oh, this dog. I was like, yo, what you doing Friday? Come through, pull up. So in that scenario, she added some value to me. We were talking. I had her come on. My friend texts me like, yo, you know, I've been asking to be on the podcast and you have somebody in the same industry on the show. Who are you talking to? Yo. I don't owe you nothing. Right. You need to learn, like, you need to, like, come to me and say, okay, what do I have to do? Yo, what do you think I'm missing? Like, what? It, like, let's let's learn how to build a relationship. And now you're now you're expecting me because you deserve it because you've known me for a while. You don't deserve anything, I, and I don't owe you anything until you buy a camera or you buy a light or you pay somebody to produce this podcast. I don't owe you a thing. Or you contribute non-transactional value. Some non-transactional value. Um, I've had this happen to me and, you know, it's like you have somebody who's helping you do something, but you're paying them to help you do that thing. Yeah. And then they come to you and want something for free. And then it's like, no, it's not for free. You have to pay for it. Even yeah. if it's a discount, you got to pay for it. But then it becomes, I did all of this work for you and you're going to charge me. I paid you. <laughs> To do the work. Right. So you want me to pay you to do said work and give you something for free? Like, I understand that based on the relationship, I I can see why you think this is correct. But can you see why I think it's not? Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you this. Maybe in uh maybe maybe I'm I'm tripping. And I don't know if you experienced this. But and again, I could just be in my feelings and like be like, what? I don't get it. So I I was at a place, and I don't want to say the place, but I was at a place, and a person gave me a thing that my someone in my family could use. Okay. Okay. Something for my kids. Something for my kids. I'll put it that way. They just gave it to you. They gave it to me. Okay. Say, yo, I do this thing. I think your kids will love it. Mm-hmm. Cool. And uh, later that night... They sent me a DM and was like, um, uh, make sure you tag me when you post your mm-hmm. kids using a thing. And I don't know if that rubbed me wrong. And again, I, I be getting in my feelings sometimes. So I don't know if the fact that I accepted it makes me obligated. And I, and I would have, right? I probably would have. But I, I felt like they were demanding something of me mm-hmm. because you gave me something. So I don't know. What do you what do you think? We're on the same page there. If you want to give me something, just give it to me. And 
if you want to give me something with an expectation that I post you, make that clear at the time that you give it to me. And I either agree to do that or don't. Mm -hmm. But don't give me something and then come back later and be like, oh, you didn't post it. Can you post it? Post it, post it, post it. I have an issue with people and their expectations of me that were not previously discussed. I have a real issue with that. Um, And that even not even with just free stuff like so many people do stuff for me that I pay full price for. And they're like, can you tag me? Can you tag me? No, like, leave me alone. Number one, like, I don't be thinking about tagging every single person uh, that does something for me. Now I do tag the things that I love. Yeah. Whether I pay you full price or not, I tag everything that I like. And if I have an experience with it and I like it, chances are I am going to tag you. If I had an experience with it and I didn't tag you, chances are that's for a reason. <laughs> you I'm might not, gonna, not want me to tag you, you on my review. You might not want me to give you a <laughs> review on this. And so I am saving you. I'm always gracious, always grateful. It's always thank you so much for whatever you send. You know how many bad t-shirts and hoodies I've received? <laughs> I'm never going to come up on social media and tag my review on it. But the things that I love, I do it all the time you know what i'm having an issue with right now i had a friend come to me who's also an entrepreneur who started a business in the last year upset because i tag milano de rouge so much right Mm -hmm. well you're always tagging your new friend but you don't ever tag me okay that's fair that's fair well Let's go through all of, if I search my DMs and look at all the times Milano has shouted me out, mm-hmm. has or Milan has shouted me out, tagged me, invited me to things that can grow me, yeah. paid for things, invested in ways like, hey, I got tickets to this, just come with me. Let's do this, let's do that. Let's, I can't even name all the times in this last year alone if I wanted to. Yeah. Shared my podcast episode come on to the pot, like all kinds of things. And then let's go through our DM history. (laughs) Let's go through the history. Let's go through the history. You've never even shared one of my podcast clips. You've never shared one of my podcast clips. I've actually coached you to start this business. You didn't tag me and say, thanks, Donnie, Mm -hmm. for the job. But now that you're in business and you need all the exposure because you see me shouting somebody out so much, now you think that I am intentionally not shouting you out. And that's not the case. But I have a different level of support for people who have a different level of support for me. Yeah. Right. For sure. um, there's an awkward space. You know, there's there's somebody who was supposed to come to my birthday dinner mm-hmm. and um, and they didn't. And there was no good reason. There was no good reason for not being there. Right. They recently had some had a situation and I was thinking, like, I should go. And then I say, you know what? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But I didn't really have the time or the capacity. I would have had to like make really crazy arrangements in order to make this thing happen. Right. And I said, I'm not going to stress myself. 
to do it. This person had all the time and opportunity to support me when it was my turn. And it's just not convenient for me. So I'm not, but originally my plan was to make mountains move yeah. to, to be in support of this thing. And I just said, there's no beef, but I am no longer going to be held to people's expectations of you should post me. You should tag me. You should do this. Don't tell me what I should do. Yeah. If there's something that you'd like for me to do, ask me a hundred percent. Absolutely. Man, listen, I hope y'all And all of this stuff is relationship building and how you move in regards to other humans. That's, that's what you have to understand. Let me give you another perspective of the guy who gave me the thing for my kids. He could have said, yo, I'm out here like grinding. I'm really trying to do something for the kids. Um, I'm going to give you this. If you like it, just shout me out. That's it. It's that simple. Nothing wrong. That I can respect. When I get home, with, with that type of like asking, I'm like, I want to support my man. I want to support you. But you say, yo, here, take this. And I'm like, on my way out, take this, yo, check it out. It, it does this and that. I'm like, yo, congratulations. All right, bet, man. I'm, I'm a holler. Nice meeting you. And then you DM me, yo, when you, when I. <laughs> when I. Now I feel obligated. Mm -hmm. If I like it, then. So Neo, Neo's hit me and uh, he sent a drink company. Mm -hmm. to my, he, he DM me, he was like, yo, I told them to send you a package. I never even talked to the company. Mm -hmm. He said, I told them to send you a package. So they actually sent me a package. It's actually coconut water. Mm -hmm. And I I get to the house and I'm I'm excited because my wife loves coconut water. So I bring this package home and I'm like, honey, I got you something. Oh <laughs> mm, my a, gosh. What? Go ahead. It's a win. It is a win. It's a win. I would have taken credit for it. I yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you did good. Babe, I know you love coconut water. I got this for you. Check this out. So um so I take a can, the first can, it's like a energy drink one. And I'm not really big on energy drink. I was like, I don't like that. But then the one that's like flavored with pineapple, I said, oh my gosh, this, this has amazing. changed my life. This is incredible. <laughs> and uh, I finished it and I was actually, when I was drinking, I went to like my church last night and I, I threw the cans away. But I can't, I honestly, and my, and my wife, we was, in, uh, we was in bed yesterday and she was like, yo, I had the chocolate one. And I forgot the name of the company. It's, it's called like something coconut me or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to tag them because the product was so delicious. And my wife was like, yo, we had the chocolate one. This joint is amazing. I'm like, yo, I think chocolate so Chocolate coconut water? Hmm. That's interesting. I'm about to I'm about to just shout them out right now because they they have an excellent product and because Neo Neo must have told them, hey, send this to my buddy, mm -hmm. and they send it. Mm -hmm. Hold on, I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta find this company because it is. Oh yeah, once upon a coconut. Once upon a coconut. Yo, when I tell you, it's everything. The pineapple flavor coconut, and then I had the chocolate one because. And I don't know how much coconut water you're supposed to drink. But that joint's delicious. And I'm not big on energy drinks, so I ain't like the energy one. But they have another flavor in there somewhere where I literally can't wait home to go. I can't wait to go home and get it. But you created a product that people love. You have a good product. People like it. And they will share it. But you can't force that. You cannot They didn't even it. DM me or like ask for Neil said do it. They sent it. I'm about to show some love. And I'm going to do it. 
because I want Neo to look good. And I'm going to tag Neo like, yo, Neo, thanks, da-da-da. Because Neo thought enough of me, unless he got equity in that company. Unless he got equity. <laughs> then it's a play. I'm still going to do it. But anyway, I will post it because I want that company to know that Neo did his job. Neo has a relationship with somebody that's going to show them some love. So his word is good. I'm going to do it for that reason, one. But two, the fact that he actually thought to send me something off of my friend's word. And three, you have an excellent product. If you have an amazing product, people will share it. And for clarity, you guys, as it relates to David and I, we are in the business of encouraging entrepreneurship and developing entrepreneurs. We want nothing more to encounter more brands that we can promote. Right. For sure. Nothing more. And we shout out some of our favorite situations. And typically it's people who have taken the time to generate their incredible stories or they've taken the time to mm -hmm. build relationships. There are also opportunities in which you have to pay for promotion. Like if you want your product sitting here and you want us to talk about it and spend some time, <laughs> that's another there way to are times that that's another way to get it done. For example, our shoe plug. Celebrity 409. Just about to say that. Yep. Our shoe plug. Hold on, we I actually got these you, about a month before they came out. So shouts out to Celebrity uh, 409 for the threes. These joints is fire. Those so. are fire. I actually have a pack on the way right now that are about a month in advance. We don't necessarily shout Celebrity out because we just love his business. Yeah. We shout ce Celebrity out because he made a deal mm -hmm. with us. I want to keep the flyest shoes on y'all's feet. Yep. We will. I will send you shoes in exchange for exposure. But let's. But tell how it started first. It wasn't for sure. So so, celebrity sent me a DM, mm -hmm. and he said I would love to be the official sneaker plug for the Social Proof mm -hmm. Podcast. I said to him. Send me a couple of pair. Send us a couple of pair first. No, 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 no. He's he offered that first. He's like, yo, I'm about to send because he sent me a DM too. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, yo, I'm about to just send y'all some. I'm gonna send y'all a pair. Oh, and and that's actually what happened. Yeah. So, well, this is happening simultaneously. Yeah. So he hit me and said, I'd love to be the official sneaker plug. We get people who send us stuff all the time. So I literally will always just send them the business address. Like, okay, sure, send this. And I told him. If we get it and we like it and I can validate that these sneakers are official, mm -hmm. <laughs> then it's a conversation, right? Like that's all important. Yeah. So maybe a month later, I get this package in the mail. You get this package in the mail and I get two packages in the mail. I get two of the same pair of sneakers boxed separately. Dave, I get a pair of sneakers for you mm -hmm. too. I get two in one package and one separately. Two of the sneakers were the same. So I'm like, did I order shoes for Dave that I don't remember ordering? Because I'll go to the sneaker store and be like, yo, look, this is what's mm -hmm. out. And so Dave doesn't know who sent them. I don't know who sent them. We put a post on Instagram like, yo, who sent these? Yep. It had to be for me and Dave because they were my size and his size. Mm -hmm. People kept trying to take credit for the shoes <laughs> and the package. Oh, I sent them. I sent them. No, you didn't. So he finally responds and says, I sent those. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. Well, let me get, thank you. Let me get them officiated, make sure they're official. And then we got a deal. Did that. Now we have a deal. He sent something and added value first. Yep. He communicated what he expected out of the deal. Yep. I told him what the requirement would be. 
He checked all the boxes. And now celebrities business has taken off oh, because we he is the social proof podcast sneaker plug. Facts. For the record, there's still room for somebody to be the full transparency podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right? There's still room there. But what we're saying is, you know, there there are opportunities. So he's literally paying and because we like him, he's not even really paying. Oh, he's not. Yeah, he's not paying. He's we. Yeah, he's gonna. He keeps sending us shoes, and we shout him out. But for for the exchange, like if there was a cash value, he that person would have to pay thousands more. Yeah. Than what they pay. He just spoke to one of our love languages. Come on. Sneaker me, please. Come on. <laughs> and and not even like there's not. Hey, I want you to like. Post one time a month or nothing like that. I get the package. I'm posting my man because they be fired. They be on time. Sometimes he'll just he'll drop some some fire in his stories. His stories is lit. I'm always his on his stories. Be lit. He got so many shoes in his stories, and sometimes I'm like, ooh, these joints is lit. Or I'll send them to Donnie, or I'll send them to my wife, or I'll just be sending them out to people. So like, this is how you build a relationship and get what you want. And you got to stop forcing people to do what you want them to do. Mm -hmm. You need to run your business. Like if it's not happening for you, stop blaming everybody else. Mm -hmm. There's something wrong. There's something off that you are doing or not doing mm -hmm. that's not yielding you the results that you're looking for. And period. check yourself. Do you have expectations of people? Do you have expectations of Dave and Donnie? Like we should just post your stuff because you <laughs> sent it to us. Do you have expectations of your friends, people in your circle that the exchange, the value exchange just isn't equal? And should your friends support you? Absolutely. Yeah. Your friends should support you. But don't be that friend that hasn't really supported your friend but now that you have something going on you want all the support you want to talk about the exchange of support when that person's had something going on for so long yeah. and you never even shared the post the truth is people would support you you know what would be crazy to me what's that is people who will ask for exposure yo can you follow my page can you shout me out and i'll look at the dm history and you've never liked a story post, you've never shared anything, and you're not even following me. Yeah, I've been there. Are you been there. Are you insane? Is it what what grade of crack did you get a hold of? <laughs> Golly, daddy. No, seriously. Like <laughs> the audit, but I have people who will follow up. Oh, you can't follow back. Oh, you can't respond. Your very first hello was follow me, share my post, and all this. You didn't even attempt. Yeah. to build a relationship mm -hmm. and it's just really it's a tacky way to do business there are classier ways poised and positioned with more etiquette to get the same exact result but the problem is most people don't want to spend the time building genuine connections mm -hmm. and someone will argue oh that's not scalable well guess what if you don't take the time building actual genuine relationships then you better take the time to build out that mini chat and all of your other systems to build these very transparent or relatable real relationships for you yeah. like court people i get so annoyed when i dm and i get this immediate response back about go buy my tickets to my da 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 da, da. like program your automations even to court people throughout the process. There are timers and delays and sequences in these systems for a reason. Hmm. I need to fix my joint. Because if you say morning, 
in a DM. <laughs> You're going to get the morning meetup. Oh, you're getting that morning meetup like If you say, hey, good morning, David, it'd be like, yo, check out the morning meetup. <laughs> we got to fix it, though. We got to get our systems together. Get it, get it together. Court people. You could even be like, I mean, you could even say, I, yo, fam, I appreciate you for DMing me. Mm. Your message might have something that I need to see, but if you're asking about the morning meetup, you could go ahead and just click that link right here. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people click that link, though. Check your check your data. How many people see if it's working? The link. We're gonna see if it's working because if not, we leave that joint right alone. But if it ain't, and if it ain't, we're gonna gonna, gonna fix it. We're gonna fix it. Um, If you're a business owner and you need this type of support, you need somebody to. You've been having that expectation. Like, first of all, just be honest. Like, you know what? I Mm -hmm. have actually been having that expectation. There was a moment of time that I had an expectation for people to serve to support me in a certain way too. Um, and the truth of the matter is nobody owes you anything. Come on, man. Nobody owes you a single freaking thing. Deja, you ain't ever shared an episode of the Full Transparency Podcast. You don't be sharing episodes? <laughs> but does she owe you a share? Well, she is your daughter. But I actually <laughs> spent three days in labor pushing her out. You owe me a you share. Got, you got no. Oh. <laughs> my daughter you guys doesn't even share but I know why she doesn't share it mm-hmm. she doesn't want her friends following me cause her mama fine alright and <laughs> truth be told you know what I mean <laughs> she's at the age where, no okay anyway so she she's always been really particular about her friends following me on social media and all that stuff because she wants to own her piece of what she got you know uh, but I need you to start sharing we need them followers but get over it <laughs> just just get over it i need you to start sharing yeah so and you can share it from the full transparency page and from the social proof page anyway if you have been making expectations that you thought were reasonable but based on this conversation you're like mm, maybe i need to check myself yeah. then i want you to think of a better strategy actually build relationships tell people why it would be important to you that you share some people get shares just off of their story along but alone but take the time to actually articulate what that story is or build the relationship or offer some type of a barter system yeah. or ask how much does it cost for sure right and if what you've been doing hasn't been working for you then there's a problem with your method yeah absolutely y'all read this book called how to win friends and influence people that book changed That's Dale, my life Dale carnegie right yes. no is it should be Dale Carnegie. It's Dale Carnegie. How to Win Friends and Influence People. I love that Changed book. my life. I, that, I've read that book more times than any other book because I started even when I was younger just understanding how to build relationships. And this is something that's super important to me because I really like when people like me. But it was a, that, it's been a struggle for me, right? But I, I, I know how to navigate through human beings. You know what I mean? Like, I know how to get what I want out of life. And here's the thing. At the end of the day, y'all, you all are, you know, people are relying on or hoping that one person gets them over the top. Mm -hmm. They're relying that somebody puts them on. And you got to put yourself on, man. Yeah. I want people to support me, but I don't need a person to support me. It's not one person. And I'm like, yo, if this person support me, I'll win. I'm going to ask a whole bunch of people do they like my stuff. I'll ask a whole bunch of people to post. And I'm not going to be in my feelings if they don't. It's cool. I get it. Because 
from my perspective, I'm going to go win, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. And if you're waiting or mad at somebody because they didn't jump on the U train. <laughs> the U train. You feel me? Like people expect you to, uh, uh, you expect people to um, be as invested in their business as they are. Yeah. I'm not thinking about what you got going on. I got a million things going on in my life myself. Yeah. Also, don't expect people to be you. Yeah. And that was something that I had to learn. You know, consideration is extremely big for me. And I, until recently, had this, well, if you don't do for me what I do for you, then you're inconsiderate. You don't mm -hmm. consider me. And in the last couple of years, I've realized, like, you are who you are. And most people operate in their love language, mm -hmm. right? Most people don't understand learning what your love language is yeah. and loving you in your love language. They support you at the level of their comfortability, at, at their habit level. And so you cannot expect you from other people. In fact, two of my other, my, two of my affirmations are, um, I attract people into my life who desire to love me in my love language. Mm. That's one. And the other one is, I have the desire and the capacity to love the people important to me in their love language. Mm, and that's hard work. That's hard work. That's you actually got to get to know people. <coughs> right. You mean you actually got to pay attention to somebody? Yeah, yeah you actually got to pay attention. And I mean, if there's multiple people that you want to operate with in that way, you have to manage all of their personalities and remember certain things about people and consider other people sometimes at the risk of not considering yourself it's like yo first off being someone's friend could be hard it's tough and the more friends you have i think the harder it is to be a friend to all these people because every day you're going to want to be um you want to be considerate of somebody's needs and you want to reach out and you want to make sure you support all these people and unfortunately, it can come at a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A detriment, a detriment. to yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You really got to, you really, to be a friend, mm -hmm. you really have to give of yourself. Yeah, for sure. And you got to be prepared. To, you said that. something so important to me uh, the other day, and I don't even know if, if you realize how it resonated, how important it is. So we're in this new business partnership. Mm -hmm. Me and David and Ernestine and the three of us are on the same page, right? David and I have a great working relationship. Um, and then we each have an individual relationship with EJ, but we've never, the three of us come together. Mm -hmm. And um, we all have our own unique, strong personalities, right? And sometimes when there's a partnership of three, it's like the two or more have to agree, right? Mm -hmm. And we talked about this and David said, if ever there's a moment that either of you don't think this is going to work out, let's just agree to stop there because I do not want this to negatively impact the friendship. I don't have many of those. And it's really too late to be trying to start from scratch, <laughs> building new <laughs> friends, right? Like these kind of connections, you got friends, you have acquaintances, you have things like that, but people who you can actually share special life moments with people who can come to your home, you can go to their house, people you trust with your kids. You don't want to risk those relationships. Yeah. And it's like the time that the time investment that we've spent building these relationships, we're 10, we're almost 10 years in. Yeah. 
I'm not risking that for the sake of making more money. And sometimes you got to just have to, you have to make that decision for yourself. Like I'm not even going to have these expectations of people who are my friends. I'm leaving that. I don't have expectations of my friends. My day ones, Nikki and Brie, Kiafa, Tiffany, Octavia, all those guys. I don't have expectations of them. If they share my stuff, thank you. But I'm not like, texting them like you see i have this event coming up you of all people should share it if we're being totally honest the truth be told when you have those expectations of your friends who are not in your industry they're probably sharing it with people who are not your audience anyway so we have to really assess the expectation over the ask and if it makes sense at all but we gotta stop applying pressure on family and friends and ruining relationships because of undisclosed expectations Mm -hmm unreasonable expectations and you also have to get to the point where you're either building so you can get that built-in support that you're looking for or you're paying for it and that is just the truth i want to ask you a question too when it comes to this whole friend word you meet certain people when it comes in in business right and if you do business with someone long enough uh, they become a friend you know what i mean because you have a good working relationship and maybe you're not in business with them but maybe you guys are just associates or not associates but so for instance you have a lot of people that you do business with right or people that you meet in passing or I, I, I don't know how do you classify certain people when you meet them in business or y'all just cool It's just a a weird question I've had for like the last year and I don't know how to ask it. How do you put certain people in the category of friends versus this is just business or we're just cool? Yes. Yeah. So I have so many people that I am just cool with. Period. And if you needed something, you could probably ask me for it. We're cool. Right. But I don't confide in you. Um, I don't confide in you. I'm probably not investing a whole lot into the relationship. Mm -hmm. It's kind of one of those things where you get in, where you fit in. When we see each other, it's all love kind of deal. But then there are some people that I've met in business, like Wall Street Trapper is a good example for me. Originally, I met Trap through you. We all did dinner at Yard House. Mm -hmm. Trap saw that I was a business coach and he's like, I need a business coach. The very first year of our relationship was transactional. He paid me to be his business coach. I, in turn, was his business coach, right? Throughout that relationship, though, we because I'm a holistic coach and I kind of get into the business of your life and your company, um, I started to we started to talk and have conversations and, you know, all this stuff. And then after the coaching relationship ended, you find there's a void there. Mm -hmm. I still really enjoy talking about this person. Let me talk into this person. Let me run something past you. And even through our coaching relationship, you just know that there's something different there. I won't end up being friends with all of my clients, but there are certain like soul connections. And we, we say that to each other. We have a soul connection, platonic soul connection. And you end up just... It becomes like when you realize you can have the same conversations. I still talk to Trap about his business. We still share resources and books and personal development. We still like hold each other accountable and there's no financial transaction. There's no monetary transaction involved. That's when you know you have a friend. Yeah. 
Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's when you know you have a friend. But when you have to, um, when you have to quantify every single transaction, when you're saying, well, what did this person do for me? What did I do for them? It's time for them to do this. Oh, you got to pay for that. When it becomes transactionable and and you're measuring the va- the value of those transactions, you're probably just cool. And it's okay yeah. to just be cool with people. It's absolutely fine to just be cool with people. Yeah. You'd rather be cool with me than not. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was just, I, I was just wondering, because you know how you... You get in like a circle of people and you're like, yo, bro, my God, man, love that boy. You know what I mean? My God. But then you realize, well, we're cool. Yeah, and you can but, still be bros. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, but I've never really been able to define the whole friend, associate, or even if it was important to put people in these particular categories. I, Sometimes it is sometimes. So when you think of friend, think of if you could only invite 10 people to celebrate the most important moment of your life, who would that be? Mm, who would good. that be? That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, immediately. And that's why I like. Yeah. The name start to the pit, the faces start to pop in my, I say, yep. Yep. yep, yep and that's like, it. even at birthday times, you especially like, I don't know who to invite. You don't have to invite a whole lot of people for me. Yeah. <laughs> I got a handful of actual friends. And even though I'm cool with so many people, I don't need like the most intimate, most important moments in my life. Yeah, I don't need all the people that I'm cool with to celebrate me in that way. And usually what happens is people who I'm cool with will just say, hey, let me take you to lunch or dinner for your birthday. Yeah. Let me Let me do this thing for you for your birthday. They understand that if this is a dinner that has to be had, especially if it's being paid for by somebody else, like I would never, who are the, Donnie, if I were paying for the birthday dinner, who needs to be there? That's mm-hmm. going to be tight circle. <laughs> tight, we could fill up one table. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas there's some people who invite the world out and that's that. And they got a whole room and they're filling up tables and pawn tables. But you know, the easy answer, who would you, if you were getting married, mm-hmm. who do you want there? If you were having parties for your kids, who do you want there? Yeah. Those are the people that are your friends. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, any uh, statements, questions, comments? No. What you got here? Grab, grab that uh, mic real quick. I would say, also, who are the people that would speak at your funeral? But now they be coming out the woodworks at. Oh uh, yeah, no, we have spent this shared this special time, and let me tell y'all about this story, man. We uh, come yo, on, I bro. gave him this hoodie. Let me tell you, <laughs> I gave your boy this hoodie, and, and the way the way he took it from me, <laughs> I knew then he was a real one. Because he was he was in desperate need, like his his, his iron was low, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> go ahead, what you got? So my question is, like, as public figures. Uh, and you guys are meeting so many different people. How do you decipher who's genuine uh, and who supports you and who doesn't? Because I think that you come across a lot of people that have like alternative motives. So mm-hmm. figuring out who to mess with. I think when I meet somebody, they are kind of keeping at arm's length, almost like innocent until proven guilty. You cool until you prove me otherwise. However, I think trust is a process. You know what I mean? Just because we meet or just because we cool, we have one experience together. I'm not bringing you around my family. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it takes time to get together. And, okay, well, who else do I know that knows you and what do they say about your character? And I need to see how you interact with the waitress. And I need to see how you're interacting in different scenarios. Or um, just because, and I think this would be important, just because someone makes some money or just because they seem successful, do not start putting your trust in them. Because mm-hmm. you start to rely on them and you, your eyes get wide like, oh my gosh, you're so amazing. I'm telling you, you better be careful. Because one, not everything is what it seems. And once you are in this space long enough, especially the, the higher you go in terms of financial or status or whatever you would call it, you start to realize things become less and less transparent as you go up. You will start to see it. You know what I mean? It's hard. It's harder to trust. When you're in grade school, you can trust a lot. Like, because what do you, you have to lose? Crayons? hundred percent. Like, or <laughs> y'all, you're on the same job. Y'all menial task. There's no. There's not a whole lot you can get from me. So I know you're not using me for anything. Because I got what you got. We both ain't got nothing. But when you go to a higher level, uh, things change. Mm-hmm. And when you got in that circle, to the time now, a couple of years later, things that might have things might have changed for you financially, whether good or bad. But you kind of want to keep a a scenario. And if someone's ever made a bunch of money and they're struggling now, they will do anything to get back there. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know nobody's financial situation. Period. So I trust people at an arm's length. To where there's nothing you can do to hurt me. I'll never put you in a position. I never put myself in a position where you can hurt me, and I don't know what your intentions are. Yeah. Very few people that I hold close. I think having full understanding of who you're supposed to trust and not is one of the greatest mysteries of life. For sure. Well said. I think it's one of the greatest mysteries of life, and you would think that you have it figured out, or you would think that there are people who have this figured out until you start seeing how nasty divorces get, Mm. how nasty relationships get when business partnerships end, how nasty and how quickly people run to the tabloids when you've paid them to be good to you. Right. So I think evidence has shown that this will remain one of the biggest, the biggest um, mysteries. But what I will say, there are just a couple of things that, Um, I've learned in life that have helped me to not experience the betrayal that I've seen other people experience. And one of those things is I do not allow people who have nothing to lose to get close to me. Mm. I don't. I do not allow people who have nothing to lose to get close to me because if they have nothing to lose, then they value nothing. Yeah. They won't value you or your secrets or whatever either. And one of the second things that I've been taught that has worked is that you never confide downline. You always confide upline, meaning mm-hmm. you want to confide your innermost secrets to people who have the ability to help you because they've mastered it at a level at a level better than you. Yeah. Right. So if I am going to confide about my financial situation and what I'm doing to make money, I'm going to confide in somebody who's making more money than me. Yeah. I could confide in somebody who's not, but that's risky. 
right? It's risky. Number one, it's pointless. Why would I be confiding about eight figure issues to somebody who's struggling to make six? It just doesn't make sense. So at that point, you're trying to decide, am I confiding or am I just gossiping about my own situation? Because you should really only confide in people where you believe that there is some resolve at the end of the conversation, right? Otherwise, you're just gossiping and you're letting off steam. Mm -hmm. Um, That has been something that stuck with me. So these celebrities and famous people who are having their assistants now um, do all these expo, you know, exposing them in all these ways. Well, your assistant should never have had access to that calendar in which you keep the wrong people on rotation and you're cheating and you're doing this, that, and the other. Like, why is your why is your assistant privy to all of your strange, really freaky sexual ex <laughs> Right? Those are things you manage yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> right? You gotta sure. take ownership of these things. But that's a situation of a person who confided and trusted downline. Mm. And you have to have parameters in place. You wanna do that, you can you only talk about those things with people, those kind of things, with people who got more to lose than you do. Because now, and it also needs to be a very equal exchange. There are some people who are just very forthcoming about their private affairs. People who just start divulging their private affairs too quickly to me, Mm -hmm. I divulge nothing to. You don't know me. There were no parameters in place. And if for for sure, if you divulge somebody else's private affairs to me, you get nothing from me. Ever. And I think sometimes people just think they're different. And they're the exception. And yeah, she told, Kay told me David's business, but I'm going to tell her stuff and expect her to not tell my business. Somebody did a, a, a website for me. And to sell me on their website, they were showing me someone else's backing of their website. And like they're, you know, this is the conversions that they're getting and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I said, this is going to be a short relationship. Mm-hmm. Because if you're showing me theirs, you're going to show somebody else mine mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And when people are, then I, I honestly, man, who I have, I have trust issues with highly ambitious people. I really do because I've seen so I've seen what ambition has done to people where mm. they'll stop at nothing to get where they want to go. And I'm not saying ambition is a bad thing. I'm ambitious. Donnie is ambitious. But there's there's certain people that are, you're so ambitious, I know you will step on me to get where you want to go because that's the most important thing in your life. So I'm careful. I am very, very careful not to put myself in any position. Now, I don't do weird stuff anyway, but I don't, like my wife could never expose me for doing nothing. You know what I mean? And I don't know. And this is an issue that I have, vulnerability. Like, I don't think Donnie could expose me for to anything. One, I just don't do weird stuff. But if I, do, I was doing weird stuff, I don't even know if I would tell her to put her in a position to, one, judge me, because I really care what people think about me. But two, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, I don't ever want somebody to, to know what I do. It's hard for me. It's hard for me mm-hmm. to expose yourself in a certain way. It's hard. For, it's hard for me to leave myself vulnerable to anyone. Does Dre clean your laundry? Yeah. She got some secrets. <laughs> nah. We're... She got. She got some secrets. No, all my underwear. <laughs> all my underwear are black. So. 
<laughs> because <laughs> I don't ever want to put you in a situation where you can see the me at lowest form. So I'm gonna buy all black underwear. <laughs> Are all your underwear really black? Oh, no, 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 oh, I was gonna say, wow. I'm a fairly clean person. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my 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 point is, um, be careful. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Be careful, and that's why when we were having a conversation with Donnie and EJ, I'm like, ooh, because we're having a conversation about we are a conversation about something. We're about to do something, but um, we were like disagreeing about something, and in my mind, I'm thinking, ooh, these are two people that I love, and it wasn't even a heated debate. Like it wasn't that situation, but something clicked in my mind, like. It, it, I, I really got anxiety. Like, it, what if this thing comes between us? And in my mind, I'm like, ooh, I'm not willing to risk it because there's only you're only going to have a handful of people in this world mm-hmm. that you can say, I trust them. Yeah, I trust them with my secrets. Mm-hmm. Now, it's still going to be hard for me to give someone my secrets. And again, I don't have many. Yep. And you have to know, like, just because somebody is your friend doesn't mean that you can trust them in every capacity. Yeah. Right. Because some people have great intentions. They just have big mouths. For example, I don't really talk to Dave anymore about my dating life (laughs) until it needs to be talked about. But like the trivial (sighs) things that I experience and. I don't talk to Dave unless I know that I want it to be discussed on the Social Proof podcast. Only because I roast her a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's funny to me. But there have been some very say nothing about this, Dave. My personal life is not on display mm-hmm. today. And what happens? No, no, no. Donnie, you're lying. Right no, now. that's not yes, true. 100%. Dave, what will happen is no, I'll say you'll say some... it later. No, no, you'll no, just no, no, forget no. that we had this no, no, agreement no. months I'll, later. No, no, no. Like, I'll say something not thinking about what she's talking about. And she'll look at me like, I'm like, why are you looking at me like this? I'm not talking about that right there. Like, and you'll take that as I'm. I expl- sure will. <laughs> so I one. You ever told somebody something, right? And then they start talking about stuff, and your guilt or your yeah, anxiety just goes going. through the because it's like a hit dog will holler. I'm over here like everybody knows you're talking about. Like you've said something to somebody, and then they're talking about something that's completely unrelated, but you feel like <laughs> everybody knows that you're talking about me. Uh, yes, and I, I appreciate you keeping to yourself to avoid you having to feel that that I'm exposing. I don't you. have nothing going on. I'd yeah, be telling you. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. We have good conversations. We have really good conversations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Just know that I've never exposed any of his secrets. Just putting that out there. Dun, dun, dun. <sighs> David's got secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have secrets? Yeah. At one point, you had a lot of secrets. Really? Or just things, not necessarily secrets, but things that you wouldn't prefer to discuss publicly. Like what? I'm not going to put it out there. This is a test. Give me I one. Tests. Give me one. I'm giving you a license to do it. Give me one. I, I want to know though. Are you serious? Uh. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Okay, there was a moment. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your heart's racing. Okay. Uh. I'm trying to think. And I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. It's personal. It's personal. I think so. Okay, go ahead. There was a stretch of time where you had an issue in a relationship and you were considering 
Like, I don't know if this relationship is for me. Oh, yeah. I was going to dip. Me and my wife, we know. Bruh, I've been married. <laughs> out of here. I'll tell Donnie, listen, nope. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I think on the other side, Donnie is talking to Dre. I was. Trying to console and make it happen. And I'm like, bruh. I was like, all you got to do is Dre. If you just do this, this, and this, and if you see it from this perspective, I promise it'll be a shit. Like, there was a moment where Shans was spending all the time he could find outside the house. Oh, bro. (laughs) But then I was having, like, the conversations with her and getting her perspective, and I'm coming to Shans, like, come on, like, you got to really see this from this perspective, and who, that was, there was a period of time where literally my extracurricular activities was like, because y'all not getting divorced. We're not doing that. In my mind, it was. And here's the thing. I I don't think I would ever. I'm not going to come to you like, yo. (laughs) Yo, Dre one time was like, I'm going back to Florida. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You want to know my answer? I said, you're making a very permanent decision. (laughs) (laughs) This ain't no, you leave and then you just get to come back. You get to come back. You, You can leave. But I'm telling you, this is a very, very permanent decision. Who's gonna keep the baby? She was taking. She was trying to take the kids to Florida. Yeah. And I was like, I'm telling you, but <laughs> <laughs> so she wound up not leaving it. See, we're happily married. But you know, the after. the beautiful part to that is, or the lesson in that is, every journey has its low of lows. Yeah, for sure. And it's seasons of just storms because at like you were just going through it. You had a lot going on at that time. And oftentimes what ends up happening is it's not even that you were, I don't think that you were genuinely unhappy in the marriage at that time. I think you had so much going on and you needed to be understood and you just needed the and the overwhelm to stop yeah. and Dre being the closest person to you got yeah. She got it. Like you don't unleash publicly. Mm-hmm. Dre got the unleash, and because hey, I don't of, put my hands on my wife though either. Yo, no, no, I don't no, be no, not that. And I but don't be like, yelling at her and stuff. No, like that, he doesn't so. do any. He doesn't Just be clear. He doesn't raise his voice <laughs> at Dre. David, you're very, very respectful. Like you're a great husband, but you do what you did do was um, withdraw. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's that's honestly now that, that I'm maturing, that's actually worse than me saying all the stuff, like talking and being mean, because you don't know what I'm thinking. I'll just, I, okay, yeah, cool. So I'm I'm actually working on that part of me too, so. Yeah. This is good, yeah, we, all right. This was good. Cynthia, mind your business over there. She's talking about the only person's permission you didn't get was Dre's. However, they yeah. have talked about this before. Oh, for and sure. And Dre would talk about it too. Yeah. Because, because. Yo, and first off, stop asking her to come on your podcast. She's not coming on the podcast. I need Dre on the podcast. I told her, nah, I would never put y'all out. No, 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 it it's not you. It would be a fantastic conversation. <laughs> uh, I like it. I don't know. You're scared of what Dre's going to say. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> she might say the stuff I'd say about her about me. For sure. But you're, here's <laughs> like the thing. It. Dre's voice needs to be heard because whenever Dave is ready to be transparent, he'd be on the pilot like, yo, my wife, she was doing this, blah, blah, blah. Dre doesn't ever get to get heard. I'm scheduling her. She don't need to. It's cool. She's all right. She's cool. I am scheduling her. Yeah, I mean, if she wants to, then yeah, but. She does she's like, want she's to. Like, she's like, Donnie wanted me to be on the podcast. And I was like. And the fact that she brought it to you means she wants to, but she's also considering what you want. I didn't support it. And you did not support it. <laughs> but you're I didn't, not supporting it. I didn't put it. down my law and say you no. You are selfishly like, not supporting it. Would you agree? For sure. Okay. Absolutely. 
Can you have a change of heart? Mm-mm. All right. I don't want no problem. <laughs> Listen, y'all, this has been another great episode. Man, these are the, these are the kind of conversations that entrepreneurs need to have. We mm-hmm. talked about a lot today. Um, listen, you need a community, okay? If you cannot do entrepreneurship alone, Donnie and I both have phenomenal communities that uh, we we need to just bring it together. Man. We need Let's to just it bring it together. It we got to figure it out. Actionable CEO and Morning Meetup, real quick. Would you guys actually enjoy if we brought Morning Meetup and Actionable CEO together and you didn't have to make a decision? Yeah, we need to I figure see, that out. I see... Uh, Mr. High Life Films is typing. That would be dope. I don't know if it was dope enough. Okay, I see. After, <laughs> I'm like, maybe it wasn't dope enough. Yeah, I only nah, saw a couple. Like, Donnie, we want just you. We please don't need him. Please do. Please do. We're trying to figure it out. So the DMs inside of the community is the suggestion box. Okay? If you want to go into the suggestion box inside the DMs to me or Dave in the community, please do. Um, and then tell us how to make that work. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We love you all. Keep sharing. Keep supporting. We really appreciate it. Make sure if you're watching this, you're subscribed already to Social Proof. Make sure you're subscribed to Full Transparency. There'll be a whole page. A whole page. So we listen. Full Transparency will be on its own page because we want... Uh, we're gonna have to like drive traffic there too. So everybody subscribe here. Make sure you subscribe to Full Transparency. I don't know when the transition is taking place. Oh but wait, it'll be shortly. No, is that what we? I thought it was. It's not going. To, it's not going. To. Oh, Donnie Wiggins, yeah. Donnie, oh, Donnie Wiggins, Wiggins underscore. Yeah. But yeah. listen, you know what I've realized? It's really difficult to find me on YouTube. You just don't have enough. Once you once you have on that page, you'll start posting. It'll find you. Yeah, because what's happening now is. I'm Donnie Wiggins underscore on YouTube. What's happening now is when you type that in, all of my un, all of my interviews yeah. and features on other people's platform come up. But you just scroll down a little bit and you'll see the subscribe button pop up. That's my page. We'll fix that. We'll fix it. Yeah, let's get it. We we'll love you it all. Bye. Peace. Bye. <laughs> if you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.